0: In this special edition of the All Things Bama podcast, Mason and the gang are joined by Alabama soccer coach Wes Hart to discuss the Crimson Tide's ongoing historic season. It's the All Things Bama podcast, part of the Bama Central Podcast Network.
1: a podcast part of the bama central podcast network i'm the host mason smith alongside Joey's joey black one kenny windham we usually have these episodes coming out on tuesday but guys we have a special weekend edition episode we have the head coach of the second ranked team of all women's soccer coach West Hart on the podcast joey starting with you what are you looking forward to as we get ready to interview coach West Hart?
0: Yeah, you know, Wes Hart is somebody I've talked to quite a bit over the years. You know, Alabama soccer was my first beat covering uh, when I started covering Alabama for the Crimson White when I was still a student. And he was the coach then, and he's the coach now. You know, uh, this team is something else, you know, as of right now. You know, they have an overall record of, you know, 13-1-1. They're riding a really solid win streak right now, and they have a huge game against Arkansas coming up this weekend that could potentially decide um, who wins the regular season title in the SEC. So really excited to, you know, kind of poke his brain about not just the state of his team, but, you know, also previewing this weekend's matchup. So uh, hopefully, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. What do you think, Katie?
2: Yeah, you know, I normally cover – uh two of my beats are alabama softball and gymnastics which are two you know very successful women's athletics teams here at ua that are consistently ranked in the top 10 so it's fun to have another um, program around uh tuscaloosa like this to cover and um you know Wes is a pretty energetic guy so i'm sure we'll have a lot of um fun things to say
1: absolutely without further ado we're going to turn you over the next thing you're going to hear is that podcast of Wes Hart. hope you guys enjoy Welcome to the All Things Bama podcast on the Bama Central Podcast Network. I'm Mason Smith alongside Joey Blackwell and Kenny Wyndham, Guys, we have a special guest today. We have the head coach of the second best soccer team in the nation, Coach West Hart. West Hart, how are you doing this morning?
3: Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Appreciate y'all having me on and uh, excited uh, excited about uh, what's happening here at Alabama with, uh, with the soccer program.
1: Definitely. Now, my first question kind of just to break the ice, you mentioned yesterday doing the in the press conference that of course everybody loves a winning program everybody loves to see a winner now you also mentioned being ingrained in the Tuscaloosa community so since the program is doing so great this year what's your been what's been your experience around town like have you gotten a, a free meal at your favorite restaurant or people started <laughs> high-fiving you down the street what's been your experience
3: yeah not uh, not quite uh i don't know if i've gotten a free meal yet but um no certainly a, a lot of people have um um I don't know. Reached out to me, or um, you know, when I am you know around campus, and you know, just various coaches around the you know campus, um, you know, just you know, students that I've, I've bumped into that uh, that have recognized me, or that you know, when when I mention I'm the soccer coach, um, you know, got a lot of I don't know, a lot of um, a lot of support, which is, is has been fantastic. Absolutely. Go
1: ahead, Joey.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, coach, um, obviously, you know, you were part of a of national championship program at Florida state before you, you know, came to Alabama. And I was just curious, you know, this is an Alabama program that's, you know, just it's built different. You know, when you look historically at this program over the past, you know, decade or so, this team is just, you know, passing all expectations by flying colors. And I was wondering, do you see any, any congruency between this team and that team, you know, having been part of a national championship program, you know, what are the differences? What, you know, how do you compare the, you know, I don't want to compare programs here, but just, you know, the, the way things are shaping out, you know, is this kind of how you felt when you were at Florida State during that time?
3: Yeah, you know, it's, um, I don't know, I I would say there, there are some similarities. I mean, certainly, you know, uh, when I was at Florida State, we had loads of loads of talent, um, you know, but there was also kind of almost like, you know, almost like you know Alabama football, where it's just like you know year in and year out, Florida State is 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 right there. You know they're expected to be there. The players expect to be there. They know what it takes to win. Um, you know here at uh, at Alabama, it's just a, a little bit different. You know, I mean it's um, you know as 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 you mentioned earlier, you know this is uh, I don't want to say it was unexpected, but you know we, we we've not had that level of success for a sustained mm-hmm. period of time, and so um, you know for us it, it's hard to to say that, yeah, you know, we expect to, to, to win the national championship. I mean, I think a lot of teams, you know, and, and you could probably point to this and any sport, you know, you look at NCAA basketball tournament, it's about, you know, the teams that get hot at the right time. And, uh, you know, right now, what we've done is we've put ourselves in a very good position. Um, you know, there's probably, I don't know, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 different programs, you know, right now that, that have kind of jockeyed themselves and put themselves in a position to, to be successful in postseason. And, you know, really it's now about, you know, who gets hot at the, at the right time in, in the NCAA tournament. And so, you know, I, uh, I feel good about where we're at, um, but, but also know that, you know, it's going to take us, you know, staying healthy. It's going to take us, um, you, know, you know, catching breaks and getting bounces and, uh, and, and all those kind of things. So, um, but, uh, but I do uh, very much like where we're at at the moment.
0: Just a quick follow up to that, you know, for a program that's never had this level of of experience or, uh, you know, this level of 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 a record, let's say, you know, how how do you go about, you know, with with the women on your team? How do you go about, you know, avoiding complacency, you know, and keeping the players motivated, you know, to teach them that, you know, this season ain't over yet. You know, there's still four regular season games. There's still an SEC tournament NCAA tournament left. You know, how do you um, keep your players from avoiding complacency and keep them hungry, keep them hungry?
3: You know, it's a fun, funny you mentioned that because I was actually just speaking to, uh, to someone about this yesterday and, you know, talking about, you know, Nick Nick Saban likes to call it rat poison and, you know, talk, <laughs> you know I don't want to say, but, but it's, I think we're just in a completely different spot than, than Alabama football. You know, for them, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's so habit of, I mean, it's just so, I don't know, it's not new and exciting to them, right, when, <laughs> yeah. when rankings come out and when, you know, but, you know, for our group, you know, every week, you know they're 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 so excited about these wins and 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 so excited about you know climbing the polls and the rankings and you know there has not been one ounce of complacency set in because I think they I don't know they're almost feeding off of this this success right it's almost energizing them every time you know we climb higher in the polls every time we win a game and and come that much closer to you know to to you know capturing a, an SEC championship or climbing that RPI to, for a potential number one seed. Um, you know, it's more than anything, I think it's, you know, I think it's almost fueling us more and, and getting us more excited and, and more confidence. Um, so I think, um, I think the the wins and the, the records and the recognition for me, I think has been a, been a good thing.
2: Awesome. You just
3: talked about, you know, potentially having one of those
2: number one seeds, which would lead to hosting, I believe for NCAAs. How much is, winning the regular season SEC, winning the tournament, you know, advancing NCAAs, hosting NCAAs, something that y'all are talking about as a team? Or are you more focused or trying to get them to focus on one game at a time right now?
3: Yeah, you know, it's funny, we, we've not mentioned – as a group, at least we've not sat around and, and talked about, you know, even before the season, we didn't sit around and, and kind of set out goals of we want to win X amount of games or we want to, you know, win the championship or anything like that. Um, yeah, I do believe there's, you know, individual conversations and and, and small group conversations. I, I'm sure amongst the players, you know, amongst the staff, obviously we're, you know, kind of positioning and 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 talking a little bit about it and, and preparing and stuff. But um, I would say. F- you know, at least when, when we're as a group, when we're addressing, you know, um, future opponents, et cetera, and we're, we're really trying to take it one game at a time, knowing that uh, um, you know, right now it's, it's Arkansas, Arkansas is our our focus. And, 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 you know, we got to get, got to get by Arkansas and then we'll, we'll focus on the next. And if we continue, um, you know, taking care of uh, each opponent one at a time, then, uh, you know, then we'll certainly uh, reap the benefits, you know, at at the end of the season. no,
1: That definitely coach and one thing I kind of noticed during this great winning streak is how you guys play at home of course being undefeated that's a great mark but even outside of the play on the field the the fan reaction off the field has just been amazing to watch especially last game we attended against Ole Miss they even had a pet band being able to play the the fight song and other notable Alabama tunes so even just outside of coaching how's the scene how's a good feel seeing the spirit of the, the student section, the pep band and all that, you know, energy kind of feeding off to you and your players.
3: Yeah, it's it's awesome. And, uh, you know, it's something that that I hoped would have happened, you know, years ago. But uh, as I mentioned yesterday at that press conference, um, you know, people people want to support winners and winning programs. And, uh, um, you know, up until recently, we, we haven't given you know, the fans enough of a reason to, to come out and support us. And, and, you know, this year we've, we've done just that. So um, but, uh, and with each, with each win, with, uh, with each game, um, you know you can kind of just feel it you know I, I mentioned that the confidence of the team growing but you can kind of feel the energy uh, you know in the community and, and in the in the stands you know you can kind of feel that energy grow as well and um, you know the team is uh, is certainly feeding off that there's there's no doubt in my mind that uh, you know that that crowd um, you know has has helped us um, you know perform this this season and and, and hopefully that will will continue um, you know up next with the Arkansas game and then you uh, um, and then, you know, hopefully throughout the postseason as well.
2: There's obviously been a lot of coverage this year, talk about Riley Parker and Felicia and um, Reina, and just, you know, all their goal scoring and assists and things like that. But, um when trying to build a program and get to this level of success how instrumental has it been bringing in the players from the transfer portal like mac or like riley tanner who has the experience of winning the sec at south carolina or ashland or Mari, and just having some older experience um as you're trying to you know
3: reach these levels yeah hold on real quick my dog sorry guys I'm
0: gonna get dog. Get over here. So, sorry about that what, what,
3: what, um, what kind of dog do you have coach well, i got uh I got three black lab mixes. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, okay. It's the troublemaker right here. So <laughs> no, anyway, um, no, they've um, uh, you know, they've been they've been great, you know. Um, I think uh, you know, like like you mentioned, um, you know, just the the experience that, that each of these players um you know brings with them, you know, both Ashlyn and Riley Tanner were both part of of very good programs. Um, you know, Riley, uh, I can't remember if Riley was on the South Carolina team that, that made it to the college cup or not. I, I think that might've been her freshman year, but even if she wasn't, you know, she was a part of, you know, South Carolina teams that won the sec championship. Um, you know, she, uh, she contributed, played minutes. I believe it was her freshman year that, uh, you know, she had, uh, she had some, um, some goals in the NCAA tournament and, and helped them, uh, you know, advance, you know, you know, pretty deep, um, you know, Sarepka, you know, was, uh, you know, played a, a ton of games with University of Virginia in her three years there. Um, you know that team was, or, you know, that program has been very successful. Um, you know, McKinley Crone had a, a lot of experience at uh, at Oklahoma. So you know, there's there's no doubt that um, you know bringing in a, a player with two, three, four years of experience, um, you know, compared to to a, a kid fresh out of high school. I mean, it's a it's a it's a big advantage. You, you kind of know a little more what you're what you're getting. Um, you know, you can never be certain. You know, when you bring a player in, you can never be certain how they're going to, you know, gel with the team and and how they're going to perform. But at least with that, with a transfer, you know, you know, what they've done at the collegiate level versus a a kid that's just coming out of high school or or club soccer.
1: We talked a lot about players performing on the field, but of course, over the course of a season, you learn how, you know, they operate their personalities, their likes or dislikes. So what do you kind of learn from this group in terms of, you know, Who's the funniest? Who's the most serious one? Who's the, you know, the goofball that keeps everybody loose. What do you learn about your players?
3: Yeah, we got, uh, we got a fun group and uh, and we try to keep it, uh, um, you know, light spirited and, and, and enjoyable and and fun. And, and certainly it's uh, a lot easier when you're, when you're winning games, you know, it's a lot easier to do that. But, uh, but now we, uh, you know, we, we spend a lot of time with each other, you know, off the field as well. You know, we had a, a week-long road trip in Utah. We had uh, five days in in South Florida. Um, you know, when uh, when the team's not, you know, on the road, you know, it's not uncommon for us to get together and do team dinners. Um, you know, we did, a, you know, they'll come over to my house, you know, once every few weeks and, and we grill out and go to the lake. And, you know, we, we, we try to spend a, a lot of time together. You know, for me, I've always felt kind of the best way to to bond and, and, and stuff is, you know, just kind of natural, you know, natural stuff like, like this, as opposed to trying to do, you know, uh, an artificial, you know, ropes course where, okay, you're going to fall and, and I'm mm-hmm. going to catch you. And now we trust each other. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. For me, it's like, it's, you know, it's kind of, you know, like I said, artificial. And so for us, it's like, you know, let's spend time together and enjoy each other's company. And, um, you know, we, uh, and like I said, it, of course, when, when you went in, that, that's always a lot easier and a lot more enjoyable, but, uh, but we do, uh, we do try to spend uh, a lot of time together.
0: Coach, you know, my my first beat covering in Alabama was covering your team back in 2018. I was covering oh. you guys for the Crimson White. Back when we were allowed to, to stay down there by you guys and you know, yeah. interview you on the field after the game. Right. And, uh, you know, that year was also coincidentally the, the freshman year for a lot of these, you know, key players yeah. on this team. You know, they've grown up. How important is that playing You know, or having such a, you know, such a a group that's been together for so long, you know, how, how, how does that affect, you know, not just team chemistry, but also cohesion among themselves and the younger players of having such a tight knit group that's been together for so long?
3: Yeah, I think it's huge. Um, you know, it was, uh, you know, 2018 was obviously the year that Cat uh, Rogers and uh, and Riley, you know, Mattingly Parker were, were freshmen. Um, it was a small class. I think we only had four in the class and, and two have transferred or uh, or left since then. Um, so we've got Riley and Cat and, and that, that remained. Um, but it was really that next year, that 2019 class where we yeah. brought in a big class, you know, that was Raina and Bella and Macy and Sasha and Sid Vincent's and Allie Burke. And I mean, a, a very talented class. Um, and, uh, you know, you saw that 2019 year, um, you know, we, we had a a good deal of success and, and really for me, that was kind of the, the real turning point I felt, um, for this, for this program. Um, but the problem was we were relying so heavily on, I think every, every game in 2019, we were starting five, six freshmen and then, you know, you have Riley and Kat. And I mean, so you're relying so much on, on these, you know, younger players. And and even though we had the talent, it's hard, you know, to, to ride, you know, young players, and and expect them to to, you know, to perform day in and day out with the the grind of the college season. And now you've got, you know, um, you know academics, and you know you've got the the midterms. You know, uh, at, right at probably the beginning of the SEC, um, you know, portion of the schedule and stuff. And so, you know, it's always hard to, to to ride, you know, freshmen too long, and especially if you're if you're trying to do it with so many of them. Um, And so now, you know, we're, we're finally at a point where, you know, you see Riley and Kat are now, you know, fifth year seniors, you see Raina's class is now, you know, fourth year seniors. And, and now you're riding those players that, that have gone through the rigor of the the college season for four years now, and they kind of know what it takes. And, and now you throw in a player like, you know, Gianna Paul or, or something who's a freshman and, and, you know, you're not writing her, you're not expecting her to, to carry the load. You know, in fact, she's, she's able to come in and, uh, and, and provide just a a little spark. Um, And so I think that's been, that's been huge for us is, is um, you know, Yeah, I've heard people kind of whine and complain about, oh, it's not fair. Alabama has so many older players. And I mean, (laughs) the fact of the matter is every single program out there, every single program out there, you know, has older players, right? It's just, our older players are good, right? Our older players are are good.
0: They're not not mad. They're just jealous of you, coach.
3: (laughs) Right. And they're, you know, they're, they're, they're experienced because as freshmen and sophomore, we played them and now they're in a position whereas seniors or, or fifth year seniors, it's like, well, yeah, they've, you know, they, they've we've gone through it. You know, we had years where we were were young, and um, you know, every program out there, like I said, has has seniors that they can be playing, and and uh, you know, it's not as if we're taking advantage of some you know crazy rule or or we're bending some rule. It's, <laughs> we're just playing our seniors and and our older players. No, you're
1: you're definitely right about that, and you kind of mentioned Gianna Paul how she's kind of come off the bench and given a huge spark. You've also mentioned how you're kind of trying to hide her from the track team, making sure that she doesn't, you know, get swept away. So just just kind of curious about that, you know, Gianna Paul, like how you kind of kept her away from the track coach have you kind of just kept her under wraps from everybody
3: oh man no i uh, you know ultimately uh you know I'm, I'm supportive of whatever gianna wants to do if gianna told me tomorrow that uh, that she wants to run track then then you know i would would certainly have no issue with that but uh um you know for for me you know gianna gianna has been an outstanding addition to our team and um you know one that's uh um I don't know, just an, an important piece. Um, you know, I think for, for years now, we've, we've always been tabbed as a team that, you know, is, is very good at, at keeping possession of the ball, but, you know, teams knew that, you know, if they pressed us high up at the field, that, you know, that, that, that they could be successful because we didn't have the ability to to, to put balls in behind teams and get behind teams. And so they didn't really have to, to respect, you know, our ability to stretch teams. Um, but now that we've got Gianna on the team and then getting Riley back from injury, you know, you got, you know, two pacey forwards that, all right, if you want to press us high up the field, no problem. We're going to dump some balls in behind you. And now, now you got to deal with that. So, you know, it's almost like in football having, I don't know, having, you know, a run game and uh, and a potent, you know, passing game where you you can stretch the, the field. And so, you know, for us, it's like, okay, pick your poison. You want to press us? we're going to get behind you. Um, you know, if you don't respect, uh, you know, if you drop off too deep, then, then we're going to combine in front of you and, uh, and break you down that way. So, you know, Gianna has given us that. Um, you know, Gianna is someone that, uh, that has, you know, you mentioned kind of hiding her a little bit and, and, you know, for, for me, it's like, you know, I kind of try to, to hide her from opponents a little bit too. I I want, uh, you know, I want the, the game to settle in for 15, 20 minutes. I want those center backs to, you know, to, to get tired. I want, you know, Riley Tanner or sorry, Riley Mattingly and, uh, um, uh, Kate Henderson. I want them to kind of wear those center backs down. And then all of a sudden, you know, 20 minutes into the game, you throw Gianna Paul in and and now it's like, okay, deal with a deal with uh, a fresh Gianna Paul off the bench. And so she's been, been outstanding this year. Um, And, uh, and I think a, a big reason for our success.
2: Wes, you mentioned that early season road trip out to, or not road trip, because I flew but out to Utah. And then also you started out in Florida. So first of all, yeah. I mean, who scheduled that, that kind of gave you all the best of both worlds early on a trip down to South Florida and then out to the West coast. And then second, just on the field, how valuable was it to kind of be tested early on before you even entered SEC play?
3: Yeah. You know, the, the scheduling is always done a, a couple years in advance. And so, you know, it. Uh, it turned out that it ended up being, you know, great scheduling because you, you never know for sure how, a uh, a team is 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 really going to be uh you know a couple of years from now but uh but that miami trip it was one that uh you know we we, we always knew that fau was um um you know a, a good kind of rpi game if, if you will you know it's usually a mid-major that wins a lot of games you know miami is uh you know in the acc they've got uh, you know so for rpi purposes you know you know factoring in acc teams always helps um and so that was a trip that made sense Sorry, I'm gonna. I got to deal with this. <laughs> He's gonna get locked in the in the room here.
0: <laughs> I have an Australian cattle dog mix, and she is just as rambunctious. <laughs>
1: okay, <than
0: exactly>.
1: The <laughs> All Things <laughs> Been
0: Podcast is a pet friendly podcast. Just so you know.
3: So you know, going uh, going back to, um, I guess you know. Back to the the Miami trip, you know, it was a you know a good good opportunity to play, um, you know, a, a, a mid major team in FAU that we knew would win a lot of games, and then a team, you know, like Miami that's that's battle tested, you know, week in and week out in the ACC. You know, I thought uh, they would both be you know good RPI games for us. Um, you know, the the Utah trip though, we knew that was going to be the the challenging one. So you know, people, you know, including. Us, you know, thought, uh, thought we were crazy for, for going out and trying to do three games at altitude oh. against three very good opponents. You know, it wasn't as if we were playing a couple, you know, BYU and then a, a couple of soft games. I mean, we, we played three very good opponents out there in Utah. Um, so, you know, you combine the the heat out there, the altitude out there, and just the quality opponents. And and we knew if we could get through that weekend, then we could get through just a, about anything. And, uh, you know, we were tested, uh, you know, right out of the gate with with BYU, who had knocked us out of the NCAA tournament, you know, a few months earlier that had gone on and, and uh, made a, a deep run in the tournament. I believe they uh, they lost in a shootout to, to Florida State in the NCAA final game. Um, so going there, getting the win there was, I mean – you know, was, was huge for, for confidence. Um, you know, we followed that up with a, uh, with a good performance against Utah. Um, I thought it was one of our better attacking games, you know, but, but just had a, a difficult time, you know, putting the ball in the back of the net, but, you know, for us to equalize and I think the 88th minute, you know, Raina Reyes getting a goal in the 88th minute to equalize there. Um, and then uh, followed that up two days later with, with a game at Utah Valley. So we played three games in like a five or six day stretch you know, again, at altitude, against good teams, and to come out of that with with two wins and a draw, um, you know, I, I, you know, for us, I think what it showed is, you know, and and throwing the Clemson game in the week before we left, um, you know, really, you know, you'd mentioned being battle tested, you know, we 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 knew we could, you know, we could compete with with anyone.
2: Yeah, and I think it was on that um, Utah trip. So I covered softball that's one of my beats that yeah. Patrick he went out there with y'all and he's obviously been a big supporter I've seen even on social media you know basically every game he's telling people to get out there just what is it like to kind of have his support as a fellow um coach of a female athletics team and then just the coaches overall at Alabama um just kind of their support and I remember um you know back in 2021 when they all kind of had that championship school mentality um and talking about that and just what the culture is like here at Alabama
3: yeah, Murph is an incredible human being. I mean, uh, you know, obviously, a, a hell of a coach, you know, and what, what he's done with Alabama softball, but, uh, you know, he's a, he's an even better person and, you know, just so incredibly supportive. You know, he was uh, uh, one of many coaches. You know, you mentioned all of the Alabama coaches, but uh, they kind of welcomed me in when, when I first got here. And, you know, I've got an office, you know, two doors down from him and, uh, you know, constantly bumping into him and, you know, grabbing lunch or, know he's a neighbor of mine too and you know he'll pop over and and say hello and just a good good person and someone that uh you know when when times have been tough um you know i've been able to kind of you know pick his brain and uh you know get advice from him um you know especially being a new head coach you know Mm -hmm. when when i first arrived um you know just just being able to, to kind of ask him questions about, you know, coaching about, uh, about Tuscaloosa, about Alabama, I mean, so many different things, recruiting so many different things I could pick his brain about. And he's been, he's been awesome. And, um, you know, he's been a, a great supporter of ours, um, as he is with, with all the sports, you know, you see him him everywhere. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, we, you know, talked a, a little, um, I think it must've been, uh, it was, must've been last spring. You know, he talked about uh, wanting to to maybe try to, to travel with us. I think he's done it with a few other sports and he'd never traveled with soccer. And I mentioned the Utah trip and, and he got excited about that because he'd never been to Utah. And so, you know, just, uh, you know, made a, made a lot of sense. And, uh, um you know I thought it was awesome for for him to be around our team for him to get to know us and then for our players to I don't know just you know hear a different voice get different perspective you know I mentioned that 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 I'm you know picking picking Murph's brain about things and you know for our players to, to be able to ask him questions and and uh, and just get to know him I, I thought was 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 awesome
0: yeah that's you know, really- coach i oh, sorry you go ahead, Katie. <laughs> I'm done you know, coach. Every game is important, but the game you have, you know, this Sunday is extremely important to deciding yeah. the conference. Playing the Arkansas Razorbacks, who are, if I'm not mistaken, number seven in the country right now. Um, you know, just talk about the importance of this game, but also, you know, give us a little preview of, of what you expect to see from Arkansas, and you know how how important this game is and what a win there could mean for you guys' program.
3: Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, you know, starting back to like the Clemson game, I was, <laughs> you know, thinking about, gosh, this is this is. Got to be one of the most important games, especially when we had the crowd that showed up uh, for that Clemson game. It's like, God, this is going to be one of the most important games in in, in my time here. And then it feels like every week I keep saying saying the same thing, like (laughs) you know, just how important this this game (laughs) is. And, uh, you know, this is just another opportunity for us to, uh, um, I don't know, potentially climb higher. I I know we're number two right now, but, you know, is it... you know, does, does UCLA lose to Stanford and does that open up something for us to, to, to pop into number one, Um, you know, climbing the RPI we're number three right now, you know, uh, a win here could, you know, could potentially, you know, um, catapult us up to to two or one in, in the RPI and, and now, you know, kind of further, I don't know, give us reason to, 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 to host, um, you know, throughout the NCAA tournament Um, you know, the SEC title, we talked about that a little bit earlier Um, you know, win here could, could, really put us in the driver's seat for, for an sec title. So there's so many right ways in which, you know, this is, this is a huge game. Um, it's not going to be easy at all. You know, Arkansas is, uh, you know, three time defending, you know, sec champions. Um, you know, I'm sure they're not, uh, um, you know, going to just kind of give that title over. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they have the same aspirations that we have, you know, they're in a position right now where they can keep climbing higher, um, you know, both in RPI and in rankings. Um, and then, you know, they're right there. If they beat us, they know they're right in the hunt for the, the SEC title. So um, from a competitive standpoint, I mean, I think both teams are going to be, you know, they're going to come out flying, you know, right. wanting to win this game. Um, you know, Arkansas is a, a tricky opponent. Um just because of just how tenacious and, 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 aggressive and athletic. And I mean, they're just kind of in your face. Um, you know, they, they make it incredibly difficult to, to play, especially kind of our brand of soccer where we want a lot of the ball. We want a lot of rhythm, you know, they're very good at, at disrupting rhythm and, and frustrating opponents and kind of, kind of taking you out of your game. And, um, so it, uh, you know, two contrasting styles, but both, I think, entertaining teams. I mean, they, uh, you know, I know they haven't scored a lot recently, but it's usually a pretty high-powered, high-octane offense where they're, you know, they don't take long—you know, two, three passes—and and and they can be at your goal. Um, but uh, and then us as well, I think we've had, uh, you know, shown to to be pretty good in attack this year as well. And um, so I think it should be should be an exciting game, um, you know, and uh, we'll we'll see which uh, which style wins out.
1: Definitely, coach. We're we're looking forward to seeing that contest where you take on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Now before we kind of wrap it up, we got a chance to talk about Wes Hart the coach, you talked about the program, but just just for the fans at home, what about Wes Hart the person? Outside of Alabama soccer, outside of the stadium, what what should people know
3: about you, Wes Hart? Um gosh, I don't know. I'm uh <laughs> see what I would say. <laughs> Um I don't know just a pretty normal person at the at the end of the day you know I uh, I got a a wife and two kids and, and really enjoy spending time with my family and uh, you know watching my kids and and you know do their activities um you know my daughter was in gymnastics my sons you know heavily in soccer um you know like spending time uh, enjoy spending time with my family so you know I think uh, a lot of times coaches maybe get a little bit too consumed with uh, with their sports and uh, you know for me I uh, I make sure to have plenty of balance in in my life you know um, I want my family to, to be around our team. I want them to, you know, I want our team to get to know our family, you know, my family. Um, you know, I want to spend as much time with my family as, as I possibly can. Um, you know, we enjoy, you know, being outdoors. I, you know, I'm fortunate enough to live right on Lake Tuscaloosa, so we spend a lot of time out there, you know, fishing or, uh, or wakeboarding, um, you know, on the wave runners, just, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, outdoor activities, but, uh, you know, I love, love cooking, um, you know, love grilling out. So when I have the team over, you know, we don't ever cater food. We, you know, I always get on the grill and, you know, make, uh, you know, make, make dinner for the team. I, I really enjoy doing that. Um, you know, I'd say though, fishing is probably, uh, you know, what, what I enjoy doing the most though.
2: What's your specialty on the grill? What, what do you, what do you whip Ooh. up?
3: girls i like uh i like beef tenderloin uh, bacon wrapped beef tenderloin i uh, enjoy doing one of those but
1: made with uh, class.
3: yeah right yeah yeah so uh <laughs> when it when i can afford them i'll, uh, I'll buy one of those um but uh, i don't know i like trying new things so you know i'll uh, i'll hit up um, you know there's that new uh, butcher and uh, shop uh, the north river cattle company or uh or i'll go over to Mark mart and you know just try to get different types of meat that i haven't done before and um you know from flat irons to uh um, tri-tips to, you know, I mentioned the, um, you know, beef tenderloin. I, I made a rack of ribs a couple, you know, several rack of ribs a couple nights ago. So I enjoy doing that a lot. I think uh, I find a lot of, I don't know, satisfaction in, uh, you know, just, just, you know, grilling different meats and, and trying different things. So I still have yet to do a brisket. Um, mm. I think that is my next challenge though.
0: Well, if you ever need a taste tester, feel free to feel free to text me. I'll, I'll
3: oh, come on. Please, in. <laughs> please come. I'm, I'm dead serious when I say this. You are welcome over anything. I was future.
1: about to say. So yeah. the next time you grill, make sure to save Bama Central a plate. We were looking well, forward
3: guys, to that. Uh, you guys come over. You do your next podcast from my house, and uh, oh wow, we can, uh, we can we can go out. We can we can. I'll feed you, and we can go out on the boat. How's that sound? All, All right. That,
1: sounds, that sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna wrap it up. Just to make sure everybody knows. Alabama takes on number seven, Arkansas, Sunday, October 16th at 11 a.m. Central time. Got an got a early kickoff, Coach. But, again, thank you so much for joining us on this Bama Central All Things Bama podcast. We appreciate your time. We look forward to seeing how you guys do on Sunday.
3: Awesome. I appreciate you all. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Yeah, well done.
1: And that was our interview with Coach Wes Hart of Alabama soccer. That was a great interview, in my personal opinion. But, Katie, what did you take away from that, talking to Coach?
2: Yeah, you know, this has been a program that he's he came in from a, a national championship winning program like Joey brought up at Florida State. And this has been a program he's kind of had to build um from the ground up. And they've got a huge game this Sunday. And um it, it'll be interesting to see how things go down. And of course, Bama Central will have you cover with Evan Stanton there at the game on Sunday.
0: Yeah, you know, I I have always, you know, been a fan of Wes Hart's energy, you know, and what he brings to the job and you know, his, his women are doing something special this year. And I'm also really excited to potentially taste some brisket in his backyard. Hopefully, uh, sure, hopefully man. in the next couple of months here, maybe during the off season, but <laughs> all seriousness though. Um, I, it was great having a conversation with him, you know, and, and looking forward to seeing what he and his, and his and his women can do, you know, as the season, you know, um, starts to kind of wind down over these next, well, I say wind down, the regular season winds down, but then it just really gets started with that tournament and with the NCAAs as well. So um, really excited.
1: And of course we'll have all this captured for you on our next regularly scheduled episode on Tuesday. It comes out at 10 AM and we'll talk about the Alabama, Arkansas soccer game and then the Alabama, Tennessee football game. We have all that covered for you and more. On All Things Bama Podcast, a part of the Bama Central Podcast Network. See you next time.